give up or give in, do whatever you want to, whatever you have to. Just begin to relent all the positive energy and you will win soon. But if you decide it's not right, it's right, I'm sorry I can't help you. So let go, your ego, here we go, gotta go, we'll get a better point of view. First things first, last things last, class is classy, trash is trash. If you ask me, then I just laugh, every day is just a party like a birthday bash. First things Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob in the Lounge with Mickey, episode 69. Spicy. <laughs> so it's the end of the year, Mickey, and uh, how are you feeling at this time? <sighs> Wrapping up another year is always a very introspective moment in one's life. The changing of time. The calendar moving to a new number. Feelings indescribable, only relatable to each other and ourselves. Yes, the year 2014 is coming to an end. It's hard to believe it's going to be 2015 in a few short weeks. Back to the Future 2? Back to the Future 2. We're here, okay? We got the hoverboards, we got the shoes, we got the flying cars and the video games and the video games. <laughs> that country hawking accent that won't go away that we put on public display for podcast listeners out there only on www.thebobcast.podbean.com. Bobcast. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I'm pre- I'm feeling pretty good right now. We got the show. <laughs> <laughs> we got a band. We got Pocket Towel. Yo, yo, sorry, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm just uh, having too much fun right now. Yeah, 2015. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's the end of the year. It's the most depressing time of the year for a lot of people out there. You know, oh, it's, it's so just depressing. so bad. The holidays. You really have all that trouble getting in touch with everyone you know and love and care about and like, you know, going and visiting family and all this and all that. And then Christmas comes and you don't remember it like you did as a child and you're let down and you don't care. So you party your underwear off on New Year. Mm-hmm. And then when, what do you wake up with? The worst hangover ever. Like every year. What's the point of drinking on New Year's Eve? <sighs> to, you, to drink the, away the pain. Let me ask you a question. What do you think the proper time... To start drinking on New Year's Eve is? Ooh, that's a good question. I'd say, yeah, I'd always like to pop the champagne at midnight and then start. Yeah. I like to drink a bottle of champagne at midnight and then go wild. It's it's kind of, uh, you know, very uh, bohemian of you. They call me the Mina D and the Bajorini. So, yeah, every New Year I would wake up just uh, dead to the world, sick, combining all sorts of different, you know. Bloody. Ugh, terrible. So, uh, New Year's resolutions uh, coming up? Anything you want to change in your life next year? Yeah, I'd like uh, Pocket Dial to just blow up, to be honest with you. That's my New Year's resolution. So, what's this band Pocket Dial about? I'm sorry. I want Pocket Dial to pop, not blow up. I want them to pop. Okay, yes. Meta Meta, speaking about ourselves. Yes, Pocket Dial. The Grape Room, December 26th. Boxing Day. Podcast! Yeah, seriously, come to the Grape Room on December 26th. It's going to be the best night ever. You could jingle bell away all your Christmas depression. It's going to be great. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, we're having a good time. Yeah. Are you having a good time? Are I you know. entertained? Is your life entertaining? All we want to do is entertain people, you know? Hello? Is there anybody out there, man? Is anybody here? Are you out there? <laughs> do you effing hear me? 
Started off as a podcast. Went to the pocket dial Bobcast. That's right. We're playing with gorgeous porch. <laughs> Chris Wood, what up? Yo, we're getting out of control. We're getting out of pocket. Out of pocket. Did you ever oh, hear that phrase? Did you ever hear like a uh, urban citizen <laughs> say the term or the phrase out of pocket? Yes, I've heard the term out what of pocket. What does that mean? Ex- exactly. Uh, it just means that you're, you know, two shades to the wind the wrong way. And basically, you're just going to get yourself into deep, deep trouble. But why? What does coming out of a pocket have anything to do with trouble? I don't know. why. Who, who's the first person that invented the pocket? Who? I think Levi's and Strauss is a good runner-up. You know, digital interacting and media has become such a great, huge part of our life. Talk about that. I mean, how how has it changed your life from when you were, say, a teenager? I mean, we're sitting here recording this, ready to answer phones about things that we have going on in our life or responding to text messages. We're all doing it real time. That is true. We could look up anything we want at any time of the day, whenever we want it, and nobody seems to fully comprehend this. I just saw Skype finally invited the technology in which you can video chat with someone in a different language, and it real time translates it. This year has been super crazy, to say super the least. Crazy. Super crazy. Super crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> but it has truly been that. And uh, what do you say we do one of the famous old uh, best of the year, top ten list category type situation that they're always doing around this time? Yeah, I think we should, huh? Yeah, I'll start the conversation. What was the best TV show of the year? Hands down. No question. True True, Detective. True Detective. That's right. I concur. 100% fully agree. Best show of the year. Best show of all time, maybe. It's up there, definitely. Best season of all time, definitely. Best season, yeah. There's never been a better season of any TV show ever. No, nah, it was such a great uh, uh, series. Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. Perfect acting the whole way. And a lot of people have a problem with the ending. It, it didn't reveal any mystic, like, you know, secrets of the universe. It was just a big, you know... Kind of a you know serial killer you know taking the old genre and spinning it back in a new way, telling the Michael Myers story from the detective's perspective instead of you know a bumbling Howard Loomis. So yeah, I mean if you can take the the plot of Halloween and spin it for today's audience, that's the way to do it. Every every time a horror movie. In that type of genre of a monster makes it big, it's because they followed some of the blueprints of John Carpenter. Marty. Marty Myers. <laughs> yeah, True Detective Season 2. I think it's filming right now, dude. I think it's uh, filming right now. My, 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 I don't have high hopes for it. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't really even want to see it. I, you know, I think Vince Vaughn's cool, but I don't like Colin Farrell at all, so I, I really don't want to see it. What about the other guy? What's his last name? Katishi Taylor? <laughs> I, the only Taylor the I know from, this year is Taylor Swift. The guy from, uh, he's from that uh, battleship. But I was listening to some old Bobcasts of like yeah. the day of True Detective finale. Yeah. When and we did the predictions? Yeah. Yes. And one of my predictions was the exact scene when he was in the pit staring up into the abyss. I said that. I totally predicted that. What did you say verbatim? Should we go back and insert it right here? Yes. Yeah, totally. All right, let's go check it out. All right. Take it away. Off the top of your head, where do you think uh, the show's going to wind up when uh, the credits roll tonight? Uh, well, every uh, every inkling, every so often in the show, they mention the fact that nothing ever ends. 
nothing's ever solved. My whole life has been degradation and violence. I'm ready to tie it off. Time is a flat circle. What you've done, you'll do before. Everything keeps saying that this show is not going to end tonight. And we're here. We're staring into the abyss. We don't know what's what. We don't know who's who. We don't know jack shit. Yeah, you were right. How about Thanks. that? Thank you. Nostradamus here on the couch. The Nostradamus of debauchery, maybe. The Nostradamus of debauchery. Yeah, great <laughs> show. I don't know uh, either how it's going to go for season two, but we shall see. True that. True detective that. So what was your, uh, what's uh, what else is on your list of uh, top top things, top pop culture dial? Yeah, dial. My favorite day of the year, man. I got to say, I, I got to just step barge right in here and... Thank you again, man, for the Pocket Dial show on my birthday. Yep, that was That a good was one. one of the best days of my life, if not the best. My entire family was in town. My extended family was in town. It was so great, and the show went so well, and it was just so fun. And, like, mm-hmm. thank you to everyone for coming out. Best day of my life. Like, you don't know how much that meant to me. Like, everyone, anyone, ever. Yeah, you can scroll down and check it out. It's episode 64. Yeah, it was an epic live evening of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, dude, I was going back and listening to a couple Bobcasts because it's been a year doing this. And it's yes, just it's like uh, almost a year anniversary of the Bobcast. It's so crazy. It's super crazy. Super crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, the first Bobcast, man, on this little phone right here. But it's, next to it's so crazy to think that now. No one likes us. No one retweets yeah, us. Yeah, no one's listening. No, no one likes us. No one retweets. No one likes me. No one retweets me. No one comments on me. No one haunts me. No one ever says, "Hey, you want to be my friend?" Request me. Request me. No, no one, one requests me. Request me. me. <laughs> uh, you know what happened? I don't know. Yeah. You say that Thanksgiving. I don't know. Social media has, failed us. I mean, people look at everything, but there's no interaction. So what's the point of that? You know who does all the interaction? Spam, robots, other people show us what we think should be news on Facebook. It is such a strange way to process information. If I was a kid and I had to go through this, yes, it's so fun to have that gadget in your hand. But like you're robbed of like being able to like come up on, you know, come up with ideas on your own and, you know, basically just see the world, you know, without like your eyes just bleeding from the the screens. It's really fucking, (laughs) it's really poetic, man. Jesus Christ. Riders on the stone. <laughs> Into this house, the bone. Riders on the stone. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a prisoner of my phone though, definitely, because I'm tuned into the pop culture, pop culture dial on the Bobcast, you know, obviously. So uh, yeah, I'm a slave to it as well. So let's uh, all just retweet me, comment <laughs> on me, <laughs> uh, like, share, retweet, listen. Anyway, uh, if you could spread the news, yeah, we'd love it because. Uh, the funding's almost out. You know who uh, funds the Bobcast? Uh, no, I don't, actually. Santa Claus! <laughs> oh. Ho, 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 ho! I can talk about something. Yeah, what happened this year? Note. Talk to me. The emergence of ISIS uh, in the news. I'm a avid. Avid. News enthusiast. I, I consume all the news. I consume media regularly. News media. Definitely got to watch local news in the morning. Got to watch Good Morning America. Got to get it all. Mainstream it may not be the day. truth. Yeah. But at least I need to know what's going on. I read the alternative media too. I even read foreign media, Russian media, French media, European media, Wall Street Times, Day.com. I don't know. I don't care. I consume all media all the time in my underwear. 
<laughs> so uh, ISIS, uh, it's just such a scary thing that in the world there's these people who hate us so much. And, you know, they want to basically, you know, wipe us out. And it's just terrible that still after, I mean, 2001 seems ages ago, but it doesn't really seem too far, you know, in the course of time, you know. What's changed, really? It's just a new face, a new terrorist, a new person that's the country's bad guy. And it just sucks, you know what I mean? Like, I was just thinking the other day, like, the stuff was going on in Australia with the, the guy that went to the cafe and took all those people hostage. Dude, they, they just, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. they just had that same image on um, Homeland. Yeah. That same imagery was presented to the public via cable networks of the exact same thing that happened. It was a little more dramatic on the show, of course, but... Yeah, but it, it, I, I, I just uh, I find it to be disturbing, and I, I wish for peace, and I wish for a bombcast to uh, find the people out there in the Middle East and bring them much comfort. Yeah, seriously. Up with hope, down with war. Um, let's, let's dial back to summertime. What was, like, your favorite aspect of the summer? Like, think about the summertime. What were you doing back I, I'll be honest with you. This summer was the first summer <coughs> ever that – as a teacher, I took off. I didn't work at another job. And uh, I created uh, all the music for Pocket Dial on the album, uh, the Bobcast. Start writing, start spending more time as an artist because it's all I know how to be. And it's a difficult thing to be in the year 2014, yet to be 2015. You got to make progress. You got to move forward. And yeah, man, I had a lot of good times listening to pocket Dial, performing as pocket Dial this summer but simply put i listened to pocket Dial a lot especially during my favorite aspect of the summer which was just laying out in front of the logan fountain and uh catching some rays mm-hmm. i just got so many suntans this year and uh to be honest i think that sun the sun might be more valuable to the human than, than food at times mm-hmm. like i think you need more sun in your life than food at all times I think you can grow faster with the sun than you can with like food. So my favorite aspect of summer was just catching some rays. Mm-hmm. It felt so good. I still like I miss that so bad right now. Yeah, the way it uh, just makes you even feel good after a while too. Yeah, but too much sun is bad for you. You know that, right? Yeah, but that's why <clears> you <throat> get the depressing. Way. That's what we're like down, coming back to the sadness. Seasonal, seasonal. <laughs> Affective disorders. <laughs> yeah, this literally link brings me to the end of my list. <laughs> Seasonal. <clears throat> yeah, you're getting depressed. Yeah, the last two weeks here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Have been bummers. No, nah, man. It, it's been like Seattle. It's been like grunge. The return of grunge. Yeah, that's something on my list. The return of grunge. I don't know if you've noticed... But it's making a comeback. Foo Fighters doing the Sonic Highways documentary on HBO. Fantastic series exposing bands in different cities that never really made it into the, the big mainstream like uh, Minor Threat and Bad Brains in the Washington, D.C. episode, which is a really, really great uh, hour of footage from bands from the early 80s. Yeah, I saw the Seattle episode. It was so good, man. <clears throat> and I felt then, like I was right back in, in the mix. Oh, yeah. I saw Dave Grohl play drums at a wedding one time. I think we talked, now about, we talked about it on the podcast. Talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, best night ever, right? What song do you play? Hey Jude? Yeah. Hey so crazy. Jude. Was that, when was that? I don't know. Did I podcast that? We might have. Or no. I don't know. Mm. Here's the thing, though. 
also the return of grunge. Billy Corgan coming in the news and saying that, uh, yeah, he, first he made peace with Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson. Then he put out a new album and he had Tommy Lee as his drummer. Then he said that he was second to Kurt Cobain in songwriting during the early 90s. Well, it's easier to compare yourself to someone who can't defend themselves than, like, <clears throat> you know, someone who can. I guess, but I, I don't think he's next to Kurt. I mean, Besi- I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, beside the point if he is or not. I mean, when I was a kid, I remember, I remember thinking to myself, man, I wish he falls out the ice cream truck. You know the music video? Yeah. But basically, yeah, grunge has made a a comeback, and uh, I think this is going to be a big year for uh, bands. I think it's finally going to be the year where you you start to see more young bands try to, you know, break the, whatever it is, the pop cultural cultural dial, if you will. Yeah. Who's going to be the next sensation? Uh, The pop game is just so crazy right now. The pop riot. Pop Riot. Pop Riot! Step up, enjoy the show. On your marks, get set, go. Pedal to the metal, never take it slow. Where we're going, we don't need no roads. Hold on to your hat, that's right. We're from supersonic flight to the speed of light. Come on, when we hit you with the force of a great white fight, then it's coming, so you have a good night. Sayonara to your old ways. Welcome to the magic happy hour where it's always Friday. Thank the deity of the butchery, lavish lifestyle, living a perpetual party. We can't stop this too dangerous. The way we're getting down, so contagious. Seriously, can you really blame us? Got it going on, so outrageous. If I can sing a famous pop song, then I can sing. Your favorite pop song I can fix Your broken heart Hey, happy holidays! How you doing today? Pretty good I'm glad to hear that Look, I think I'm kind of lost I I, I googled uh, the KFC And I got your number I don't know where I'm at I think I'm in North Dakota. Is this Fargo? Am I in Fargo? Uh, you called the South Fargo KFC, yes. Good, because I'm hungry. What do you got to eat tonight? What do you recommend? Just, I do apologize. Just one moment, sir. I apologize. Is this the drive-thru? Okay, I'm sorry about that. What now? Yeah, is this like the telephone-operated drive-thru? This is, uh, this is South Fargo KFC? Yeah, can I make an order? Okay. Were you coming to pick it up shortly? Yeah, like I said, I'm right outside. I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at because I saw the chicken. I called you. I needed to get to know where I was before I asked for what to eat. What do you recommend? Um, we do have a 10-piece meal with three large sides, six biscuits, and a cake for $26.99. Good, that sounds like Campbell's soup. Do you got any soup? Hey, Mitch. Uh, get it, Mitch, get us some okay. of them biscuits. Mitch. I'm sorry. You got to excuse me. That's my brother. He's a little bit ignorant. He's interrupting me like I'm at the drive-thru. So I'm still hungry, okay, though. Sir, I, I, I'm going to park my car. I, hold on one second. There's a cop coming. I, I got to hide my phone. I told you not to tell her anything. Just next, let me talk. 
No, no one likes me. No, no one retweets me. No one likes me. No one retweets me. No one shares me. No one even comments on me. I'm just alone, alone in the world of the internet. Everything that I see is buttons, HTML code. Yeah, no one cares about my code, my lifestyle choice. I want, I want to be your friend, friend, but no one wants to be my friend. I want you to add request me, but no one seems to want to request me. Request me. Request me. Request me. Right, back here in the Bobcast Lounge. Live. Uh, have you ever played uh, with the app here on the iPhone? That track right there, No One Would Tweets Me. No One Likes Me. Was done through auto rap through a company called Smule. Smule! <laughs> That's a great name for a company. Smule! No One Likes Me. No One Retweets Me. No One Likes Me. No One Retweets Me. So, uh, yeah, 2014, there, there was no Leonardo DiCaprio movie, so there was no movie for me that was at the top. Right. That's always the best gauge, really, to know what's good and what's just kind of a waste of your life. Yeah. <clears throat> Got a couple shows coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why is it that the holidays are always so stressful? No relaxation, man. I feel like we were able to dive into a little bit of insanity today. And, you know, that always helps with the holidays for me. Because I find them to be... I don't know, it's very materialistic, if you ask me. I've been working so hard lately, I don't even know what day of the week it is. You don't even know. I feel like I'm just being written by someone, you know? I feel like I have no control over my own life at this point. I work so hard. Just every day I work and work and work and work. I understand what you're going through here in the Bobcast Lounge. Bobcast. Soothing sounds of nature. Soothing sounds of the 70s flavored lounge. No one likes me. No one retweets me. But it's cool because, you know, we got the new year coming up. We got the future to look ahead to. And we got things to hope for and dreams to wish of. If you could listen to any song in the world right now, what would it be? I mean, is that a trick question? Mm -hmm. I listen to so many songs, so much in my life. And any song, and typically this is how I view music. I would love to hear the next song someone plays because I'm just that insatiably in love with music. I don't care about its genre, its flavor, its lens, its flair, its whatever. It's just, I want to hear every single song in the face of the earth. Could you imagine if you heard every song ever written? Never happened. No one ever did it. At once? Every single song ever written at once. It's like that cartoon Doug. Time remember, travel. Remember the professor invented oh, the, yeah. the device? Yeah. I was thinking about patty mayonnaise the other day. Was that like a peppermint patty reference? I think so. Well, here in the Bobcast, we're out of steam. <laughs> we don't even know if there will be an episode 70. Or 75 or 100. There will definitely be like a Christmas show. And, Christmas uh, show and that's it. We one quit. year anniversary. We quit. We appreciate you listening to the Bobcast, but that's on the, it. On the one year anniversary, though, you have to rejoin Facebook and share. I'm already back on Facebook and like and retweet. I broke that. <laughs> you know, I broke that. It didn't, you know, make any cultural impact. Like you know, the return of grunge or any other grandose idea I've had. Can so, you believe that Elvis in the comics was done by Stanley? That Jamoke. Yeah, of course I can. How couldn't you not believe that? Yeah. So what you gonna do when they come for you? <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. Yeah, violence. 
this year erupted with the police. I guess we should comment on that. Oh, maybe that could be. What? I think that was the biggest biggest news story. I think you race. know we just cracked it. Race 2014 has been a race. You know, I, as a kid, I remember the mall. There was a shirt. I think it was the band Fishbone. It said "Racism sucks" with a skeleton of a fish. Did you ever see that one parody shirt that said "Racist against the machine"? Oh yeah, I remember that. Remember when T-shirts were cool? <laughs> Do you remember being young and in love? You remember Swirled World? <laughs> I remember it's a sick, sad world. Oh, yeah. So, race. 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 Uh, uh, race. Well, also, I think that race was a part of what came out of man violence against young or, you know, any African-American man in the city. And... um Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think uh, either of those happened in cities, though. I think they're more like rural. Suburbs, yeah. Area. Suburbs, yeah. Anywhere, I'm saying, really. But, like, it just doesn't make sense, man. We see the world through kind of a distorted lens, though. Here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, I, I I believe Caucasian Americans, as it were, are a minority in our particular region. Mm-hmm. So we see the world through a distorted lens. We don't necessarily see, um, you know... Skin color. No. As it were. I mean, we're not post-racist as a city or society by any means. And I'm not judging anyone in particular. But give me a break. Racism's not dead. I get it. Um, but yeah, this year has just been fueled by this. Are people really that blind out there? Blind of being colorblind. It's like an oxymoron. I think that Philly, you do touch, you live in Philly, so you know. But Philly, it's not really a, like a racist type of place. I mean, the police commissioner is an African-American. You know what I mean? Like... They were doing the die-in um, protests at City Hall a couple weeks or last week. That's what I'm saying. The commissioner we... came down. He seemed to be cool with it. You know what I mean? So, like, not all cops are bad. But, yeah, some of what the cops are doing I think is bad. I mean, they've used billy clubs before. Like, the, it's just guns, weapons, like, all that stuff. I'm not even going to get started because a lot of the podcast listeners are uh, gun users, owners. But, yeah, I'm, I don't believe in guns. I would own a gun. I'd buy a gun. Well, you're one of them, and that's cool. I mean, that's your perspective on things. I don't have one, so what's it matter, though? What are it you, thought matter. police? Thought police. Yeah, what is this, 1984? I don't want no 1984. Shout saying? out to the band Brother. How you guys doing down there, down under? There's a song title there, po- Thought Police. Thought Police. Get yourself together. I think Radiohead kind of already wrote that, though, bro. I don't listen to Radiohead. Car or is this man speaking tongues? Yeah, they did, and they have. But it's like race is the biggest topic of the year. It is. It's, we'll, we'll be able to get past it. How do you feel about that out there? I, I I know, like, I don't understand the listener's heritage or whatever. I don't know who you are out there. But how do you feel about different skin tones? I don't really have any problem with different people. I mean, I don't have a problem with race. I don't have a problem with, um, like, meeting new people. I enjoy it. But obviously people do. And it's just something that's Skin? always existed. Yeah. Skin tone. <laughs> There's a great book I read in college called Slave Community, which had uh, scenes in it where conquistadors, explorers, on their way back from North America miscalculated and wound up in Western Africa where they too became slaves. So, I mean, it's just all about perspective. 
That's one good way to put it. And uh, It's the perspective of how you see people. Because people are just really all just like, you know, we're all just creatures who are alive. Yeah, and there's a lot of cutthroat people out there. There's a lot of, uh, you know, despondent people out there. There's a lot of cute people out there. There's a lot of hardcore people out there. And you got to read situations and understand your role. I mean, if you're a cop, you're a cop, dude. Your life probably sucks. So chill out. Um, you know, if you're, you know, living off the fat of the land, you know, party on. <laughs> I just think that cops who... Um these excessive force need to be removed from their positions. I mean, I, could I, you imagine sitting at home and being like, oh, I'm a cop today? I would never be a cop. I wouldn't want that responsibility. I don't even know how that's a responsibility because it's almost like a, like a cop should be like a robot or something. You know what I mean? Something that doesn't have feelings or like rationale or emotions. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like, I don't know, remember Demolition Man? Yes, of course. The Three Shells? Yeah, I would like to believe that Rodman, Dennis Rodman, had his haircut inspired by that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's 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 a good point here on the podcast. On the podcast. But um, I do believe that uh, it's a hard job. Yeah, and maybe it has to be for, – for a police officer to do his job correctly, he has to remove his personal life from the job, from, you know, whatever's going on in his life. And that's tough, dude, because I know I bring my stuff – from my real life to my work all the time. It's hard to separate emotion. Yeah, the first cop who I ever lived near ended up being on the news for being corrupt. Like, that was my impression of cops. Yeah. I have friends who are cops uh, who sometimes I share drinks with and Mary Mint. Who? Mary Mint? Why, you know, he's an undercover agent. I can't mention his name here on the Bobcast. Bobcast. You know, uh, there is one thing on the dial that we need to mention. Talk to me. The Sony hack. Ooh, beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. Nerd alert. Yeah, Sony uh, completely... It, it, it seems like the whole company is just crumbling down. The producers, all, all the executives over there at Sony were hacked by um, a group, I guess claiming to be from North Korea, infuriated over the movie The Interview. That's crazy, man. I mean... Is this a joke? Is this a joke? Annie, a movie that hasn't even been released yet, appeared on websites such as Torrent Funk and Torrents. But that's always happened. Yeah, but not a clear like month. Like it was like three weeks, and then also they uh, they leaked the script for Spectre 007, and they also <laughs> uh, slammed Angelina Jolie, saying, "How dare she want this and that for the movie Cleopatra, which hasn't been produced yet?" And if they're you know smart about they wouldn't make that movie because as you could see with the exodus sloppy opening at 25 million people don't want to see epics no more they want to see really good character movies superhero movies superhero movies too are also coming into question with sony because sony's owned by spider-man and the last two spider-man movies have misfired (laughs) yeah you're giving some critical critiques my mystique so what's going to happen is sony's going to sell back Spider-Man to Marvel. That'd be cool. I hope they do. You called that on the Bobcast if they do, so. Tuned in to the Bobcast. Chatting about it. Living about it. So yeah, that was the year 2014. It has been one meh of a year? Yeah, 2000 meh 14. Well, I'm ready looking forward to 
2015, Living the Dream. Me too. And we hope to see you all December 26th at the Grape Room. Live. Pocket dial. With supporting Gorgeous Porch. Gorgeous Porch. That's right. Gorgeous Porch. Come check out Scooter Behind the Bar for a nice cold Gorge Live. I see you, Clark. Clark, Clark, Clark. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in once again. This has been another episode of... Bye.